Hello, and welcome to the Northwest College Support Interview Series. My name is Hunter, and I'm here with the head honcho, Dan, and uh, our special guest for today, Janelle. Hi. Hello, Janelle, and hello, hello Hunter. We are here for more interviewing action. We're here for the action. <laughs> and uh, we just surprised Janelle just a few minutes ago, and we're like, okay, now you've got to do your interview. Very impromptu. So over time, Hunter and I have been doing more interviews, and we get more and more comfortable. But yeah. it's the first time for everybody else, so they're just as equal equally nervous as our first interviews. Well, that's good for you guys. I know. It's going really good for us. So Janelle does everything at Northwest <laughs> College Support and has done everything at Northwest College Support. Janelle's current job title is Director of program operations for Northwest College Support. And Janelle is oversees basically everything in the program except for therapists. Yeah. So she is in charge of ongoing life coaching, mm -hmm. administration, educational support, in charge of basically everything on a day-to-day -day basis. That is a very complicated job. It's hard to even say. Right. And describe. I don't even, yeah. I right. you just do everything. Do everything. That's just, what I do. Yeah. <laughs> if, somebody, if somebody needs to know who does something around here, either Janelle does it or she knows who does mm -hmm. it. That's right. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, Janelle. Uh, a little bit about me. I am a homeowner. I bought a house a few years ago. Um, this I this really is our opportunity to get to know some staff because like okay. families might tune in and want to know about the person that's working with their young okay. people. Yeah, definitely. Um, I love to travel. I've been to 22 countries. A little fun fact for you. Um, I don't have any pets. Most people really like their pets. Got none. Janelle doesn't really like dogs. No, I'm not super into them. And we have a lot of dogs around the program. Right. They're everywhere. I'm surrounded by dogs. It's fine. <laughs> um, I have two younger sisters. One, the little one lives with me. Oh, I also, I teach spinning classes at the gym I go to. You're like a Coraline person for life or been here? Nope. I was born in San Diego hmm. and we moved up here when I was six. So mostly I've been up here, but I, um, after high school, I left, I came and left a lot. Um, and I went to school in Dallas. Yeah. Dallas of all places. Of all places. Hmm. It's a cool place. It's hot. In the summer, yeah. The winter was cold. When I was there, it snowed. Whoa. It snows in Dallas, yeah. I didn't know that. Never would have guessed. I've been to Dallas. I was in a hotel there one time for a conference. Yep, that's all I did. I went to the airport. I went to the hotel. Oh, nice. So tell us how you came around to working at NWCS. I did not go to school for psychology. I honestly didn't even know that anything like our program existed. But my friend Debbie got a job one summer here, and she's actually related to the owner, and she told me that they were hiring, and I had an interview the very next morning and got the job like a day later, I think. What was your job? You hired me doing billing because I had bookkeeping experience, yeah. and you hired me to life coach, which I didn't really do. I did rounds <laughs> at night. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even remember. I grew up helping. My parents own a business, and I helped them um, 
you know, during the summer. So with bookkeeping and stuff. So I had experience with some billing. And so I started out with our outpatient counseling, doing the billing and doing for Northwest College Sport, doing the billing too. And you had just been working for like a school district yep. before that mm-hmm. as well. Yep. I helped with subbing for a little bit. And I also helped with a girl from Mexico doing ESL. And there was like five of us working here or something. Yeah, it was pretty Six small. Or seven. I think we had like nine students when I started. Yeah. Yeah. So you're one of the OG staff. Yeah. Or I am. That's yeah. six years? In August, it'll be six years. Crazy. How time flies. So uh, we have a set of values in the program. How about you tell us a little about that and what your favorite value is? Okay. My favorite is our work starts and ends with relationship. I think one of the favorite parts of this job for me is the relationships that I build with the students and with the staff. Uh, I love that I get to do administrative work and then go paddleboarding with the student and build a relationship and just dork around with them and have fun, but then also come back to the office and be serious and get my work done. So the relationship piece of this company is my favorite part. We've had a couple of relationship as the favorite now. Really? Because our first, uh, I think it's our first retread because huh. everyone thinks that oh everyone's going to pick the same one i already picked because whatever they like is what they like and they think everyone must like the same thing oh uh, that's good there's only six of them so there there's has only to, six there has to be reused there's half to. every now and then we couldn't make a new value for everybody like, no. that would just be too many that would be too many or maybe they can make up their own no no they cut <laughs> <laughs> hard reject from dan on that one <laughs> no <laughs> No, 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 no. no. It's a fantastic commercial. Um, So you talked about paddleboarding with some of the students. How about you tell us a story of your time at NWCS? Okay. Uh, So in my many roles that I play here, I've been able to spend a lot of time with the students and help out in different areas, just kind of randomly. Um, and some of our students come to us without having a driver's license and obviously want to. So some of our coaches have helped in that process of getting the license. And then the, for example, one student, her parents bought her a car and her car ended up here, but she had very little experience driving. So I was one of the lucky ones to help her drive. And that was probably, I mean, I've been to India. And that driving there is nuts. Like people, just all they do is honk the horn. They don't use the blinker. Here, driving with one of the students, just getting her license was pretty scary. Was it scarier um, than driving in a cab in India? You know, in India, you can close your eyes because you're not the one driving. But here, teaching a student, you can't. So I had to watch. I had to pay attention. Many times, we I thought we were going to hit the curb for sure or sideswipe the car in the other lane going the opposite direction. So being in the center of a lane wasn't really a thing. You're either on one <laughs> side or the other. Far left, far right. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it was quite an experience, and I really tried to not be a backseat driver while teaching and helping direct. That was really hard to do. Try to find that balance and keep my eyes open and watch where we were going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, when I think about. I've, I've helped a couple students do the same, same thing. Mm-hmm. Where they've taken their driver test. They can drive good enough to pass a driver's test, but they really can't yet drive good enough that they should be safely on the road. Exactly. 
Exactly. And How I, do they pass in the first place? I don't know. That's my question. I mean, I think that, you know, I think that sometimes driving instructors, they're like, as long as they get the basics, they know that everybody's nervous. They know, yeah. like, how hard it is. So I think maybe they actually grant people uh-huh. a little bit of leeway. I can see that. And I kind of wish, like, with our students, they'd be more strict. Yes. <laughs> but yes. I actually think it's kind of a good model for other issues we deal with. Okay. Because when I was helping, it was important for me not to be like their parents. Right. So I was, I was very nervous. Like, your student my student would drive way over to the right mm-hmm. and I thought we we're gonna hit something yeah and I'm on the right right I'm in the passenger seat <laughs> it's super scary over there and uh, I was just trying so hard to stay calm mm-hmm. I think a lot of the things we're doing where we're teaching somebody it's important to teach them the same skill but to react differently yeah. maybe than other teachers parents other people who maybe let that anxiety out so that was the hardest mm-hmm. part for me is like keep that anxiety in so I can help this person yeah even though I'm terrified. <laughs> just so, exactly. So scared. I know. You just have to suck it in. <laughs> you have to be calm and remain calm and pretend like it's all fine. How did that young lady turn out as a driver? She drives in L.A. all by herself. She's great. <laughs> She's got a cute little bug. She's fine. <laughs> she became, went from terrible to okay to above yeah. average. I mean, I'm assuming she's driving fine now. I hope. <laughs> yeah, I hope. If she can make it in L.A., she can make it anywhere. Must have done a good job teaching her then yeah, if she can drive you. in L.A. Yes, that was definitely all me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Add driving coach to the, yeah. the long list. There you go. I was like, nope, yes. leave, it, leave that <laughs> off. <laughs> That's not that. something I know how to do. <laughs> Can't help. Nope. Driving, never heard of it. So you've uh, worked in the mental health industry for a little while now. What uh, mm-hmm. changes and improvements would you like to see in the field? Hmm. In the field, my first thought is I'd love to see more interventions before medications are involved. Um, I think they're necessary at times, but I think that sometimes they're used too quickly. Um, And when whereas there could be other things done before they get a prescription for something. I thought for sure sense? you were going to say something about insurance. Insu- oh, get rid of it totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, insurance, that's a big deal. I wish it was easier. I yeah. wish they would work with us better. <laughs> Seems like lots of times they, families are paying a lot for insurance, and then insurance make it so difficult on providers. Yeah. You and your administrative staff spend so much right. time and energy trying to access mm-hmm. insurance, and so... Well, first of all, it's hard to even understand in the first, and then each plan, each insurance has a different loophole. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a nightmare, but it's so helpful to parents in the end. Like it's worth it. It kind of feels like something that I didn't know until we were doing that work with insurance here. Yeah. Most people don't even know what their plan will cover. Exactly. Most people know very little about their insurance plans. Right. And then we're in a role of trying to understand it. And we clearly don't know about their insurance plan because <laughs> they're all different. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it seems like since we've been doing it, the coverage for mental health is a lot better than it was even mm-hmm. six years ago. You know, or we've just figured it out. <laughs> yeah, I think probably both, yeah. hopefully. Yeah. We've gotten way better. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, that would be something I definitely would love to improve. Yeah, somehow make that system smoother, yeah. more accessible. Mm-hmm. Well, and then make it 
um, yeah, accessible to more people to be able to come. So that's about the end of our uh, pre-written questions. Do you have anything that's uh, on your mind that you would like to leave us with? Um, regarding anything in life? Mm-hmm. Sure. We need some life advice. Hmm. Yeah, give us your wisdom. Yeah. This is NWCS Radio. NWCS Radio. We need to have the information. I would say, you know, I think it's good to do scary things and do things that you don't know how to do and try and be uncomfortable. And I think that's really what I've learned and done in my job here. I started, I don't know if you would say at the bottom. Or I'd started at a, at a position I also didn't fully know a whole lot about, but I learned how to teach myself and ask a lot of questions um, and was able to be promoted and do hard things and overcome them and then learn the next thing is hard and I got to do that again. But that's like the best part of my job is I'm able to learn and grow. And I think for people to do that more and embrace scary and hard things is a really good thing about it's like you know that's what life's about see now there was a nice answer there we go yeah embracing hard things it's interesting Mm -hmm. i talk a lot about dual process Mm -hmm. so we're asking our students all the time to like do hard things you know people with anxiety push them into new experiences somebody who doesn't know how to swim teach them how to swim somebody who doesn't know how to drive teach them how to drive Mm -hmm. like trying to take on these challenges but there's a lot of those opportunities for growth as a staff. Yeah. You know, working here, I think, lots of times has to stretch us. Absolutely. Yeah, when I, <laughs> in this, the last position that I was in here, you told me that I could never say, I don't know. Hmm. And I really listened to you. <laughs> <laughs> I took that to heart, and I've learned, like, I used to be super indecisive, but I feel like I've learned that I have to make decisions, and it's a good thing. And if I mess up, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Figure it out and learn from that. Well, this has been our interview with Janelle at Northwest College Support Radio with Dan and Hunter. 